0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Parenting Podcast.
1: You know, parenting is wonderful, but there's some truth to this observation someone made. While young children are physically exhausting, adult children can be emotionally exhausting. And I can only say amen to that. Uh, Today, we want to give you some help for setting boundaries with your adult children. I'm John Fuller, and along with me is Danny Huerta, the vice president of our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. Danny is a licensed counselor as well, and I'm sure that um, you have seen a lot of mistakes, Danny, that parents with adult kids have made. And you're keeping a list of things to avoid when your kids hit uh, that age of 18, 19, 20.
2: That is a, a tough stage. In fact, it's our number one counseling call on parenting on the counseling line for Focus on the Family, because there's so much out of a parent's control. And the mistakes that parents consistently make uh, with adult children is trying to fix them, trying to control them, and trying to rescue them. Uh, they're on their journey now, and you get to step back and maybe be a coach, maybe process life with them, and then putting boundaries that are necessary for them to continue to grow and to continue to discover their dependence and relationship with the Heavenly Father and also uh, learning how to pursue what they have as interests and responsibilities. There's just so much for them to learn. Just know uh, that your expectations need to be looked at as to what you're expecting that adult relationship to be like and bringing them to a place of prayer for yourself with, in that conversation with God.
1: That's really good. And uh, let's go ahead and listen now to a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Jody Berndt as to the power of prayer and how that relates to this issue of boundaries. And uh, Jody is an author and the mom of four adult kids.
3: You know, Jody, another issue that parents and adult children need to work through is the boundary issue. I'm not there yet, John. You've hit it, but you don't want to be the ugly in-laws, right? Oh. You, you know, so how do you stay on the peripheral right. without overdoing it?
0: Yes. Oh. Well, how do you manage
3: that balance?
0: Well, we had two of our daughters got married within four months of each other, hmm. and I realized my prayers were going to have to shift from praying for her, our daughter, to praying for them. Hmm. And it was kind of funny because I tell the story in the book with our daughter, Ansley, Robbie and I consider her our best work. You take pride in, the, in, the, cried in, in the, her. You know, she's just organized and she's squared <laughs> away. She holds the passports when we travel. And so oh, I, I just thought we were giving her husband a gift. <laughs> um, well, they got married and I realized he's more organized than she is. You know, his... Style of housekeeping makes hers look like she's wanted by the FBI. You know, she left in a hurry. (laughs) And we thought, oh, we're giving him this squared away child. And I realized I needed to start praying that he would have patience with her, which is not something that would have ever been on my radar. Really the opposite. Yeah. And so God kind of began to show me things I could pray, not just for her and not just for him, and in my daughter Hillary's marriage as well, but for them, that their communication styles would be edifying to one another, that they would be good listeners, that they wouldn't interrupt. In our family, interrupting is like a legitimate communication style. But for these young men, they weren't used to being interrupted all the time. And we had to pray through that. So,
3: sure. I'm just sitting here laughing because I'm thinking of, <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily healthy that they have a perfectly clean house.
0: <laughs> that no, could, That no, could be a little bit absolutely. of a... Absolutely. <laughs> and they don't. You know, she would say, we don't. But anyway, it's That's it's been good. great to watch God meld them you know knit them together so that they each really do uh, like the proverb says iron sharpening iron they've got that relationship now Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: jody i was really intrigued by the distinction you make between destination prayers which to me is we're going to disneyland we got a problem (laughs) (laughs) versus process prayers how do we get ready to go to disneyland Uh, what's the difference in those two prayer types
0: well, I think it's really helpful as we pray for our kids to, um, yes, realize that there are going to be day in, day out issues they face. You know, are they going to make this team, get cut from this team, get into this college, not, you know, marry this person, not. But we want to look at and pray with the ultimate destination in mind, that God would be glorified and that our children would have a saving relationship with him. Third John, I think verse four says, I have no greater joy than that my children are walking in the truth. And as parents, if we wrap our joy up in an earthly success or a temporal victory, that's okay, but it's not going to give us the peace and the lasting satisfaction as if we know our children are walking in the truth. So if we keep that destination in mind, I think we can pray. And like you said, our kids sometimes learn just like we do in the valleys. That can allow us to watch them go through a hard time and say, all right, Maybe God is using this season to bring them to that ultimate destination, that saving relationship with him, that place where God really is glorified in their life. And it might not be a fun walk the whole way, Mm -hmm. but destination keeps us able to trust, I think, and keeps us able to have joy, even when things aren't looking exactly like we would design or desire.
3: Jody, man, this has been so good. And, you know, I haven't set this up, John, honestly, just because uh, my two boys are coming to the end of their time at the house. But yeah, yeah. the timing could not be better. It's really good timing, yeah. <laughs> it was really good timing. <laughs> and very insightful things, just that ability to, in a very straightforward way, to relax, mm. uh, not mm-hmm. to the point of being disconnected, right. but relax that the Lord has this. Yes. Even if the signs in the immediate are not there, yeah. keep praying, mm-hmm. pray over your children. And uh, I think what I've heard from you uh, today is you'll be amazed at what it does to your heart.
0: Absolutely. As
3: mom right. and dad, yeah. not just for the kids' benefit.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it that really, is really good. It's a beautiful thing that God invites us to partner with Him in this parenting journey. Um, I love when the Apostle Paul says to the Corinthians, yeah, we were, you know, all these bad things happened to our shipwrecks and beatings. We despaired beyond life itself. Yeah. But in the message translation, he says, to the corinthians but your prayers are part of the rescue operation yeah. and i feel like that with our kids too when god says you know your prayers make a difference they really matter and the other thing i love and i would love for your listeners to take hold of is that god sees you know he is a father i love hosea 11 in scripture where we see his father heart so deeply where he says when you were a child israel he's talking to israel but he might as well be talking to us he says i bent down to feed you I lifted you up, I carried you. And you just see that tender father heart. And then he says, but you walked away. You went after other gods, you rejected me. And as parents, we know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And yet that tenderness of God saying, I did that and you left. And God says, if you read Hosea 11, that his anger is aroused. He realizes that's not the best plan for these people, but so is his compassion. He says, I will have compassion on them. I will roar and I will draw them home. I will settle them. And I think we can know that he'll do the same thing for us. He sees, he knows what we're going through, and yet he's never gonna stop pursuing our kids. And I love that uh, uh, Hannah Whitall Smith, she says, they're not lost, they're simply not yet found. Hmm. And what a beautiful way of looking at that, to just say God is pursuing them, he's reaching out to them, they're never out of
1: his reach. That's so true, and we don't yeah. wanna become the barrier to them I, finding him,
0: and absolutely. that's so
1: critical. So, Danny, prayer is certainly one way, and probably the most important way, that we can learn to relax and have a healthier relationship with our kids, uh, our adult children, uh, establish some boundaries. Uh, As you listen, what other kind of boundaries did you think of, especially if there's been some tension in that parent-adult-child relationship?
2: This is a difficult one, and you have to be very uh, clear as to what these boundaries are, and the first one begins with respect. What are what are our boundaries around respect respecting property respecting uh, the fact that they can't just barge into the house now that they need to call ahead of time and and come in when they want to come to the house they're welcome at any time but uh, there it's a different relationship and adult children need to know that and that they're very loved in the home yet uh, there has been a change there and then if they're uh, answering back disrespectfully being able to just say, hey, let's try that again with respect, because I do want to connect. I want to be able to listen to you and hear you. Uh, but as in the disrespect, we're going to miss it. Yeah. And, and I want to respect you back. And so let's create that. And so you can uh, look at physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, uh, and, and then looking at financial boundaries. That is key. Uh, Many adult kids will create guilt trips right back at parents saying, hey, you know, a loving parent would help me with this. I can't believe you guys aren't going to help me with this bill that's come. I'm not going to be able to eat or something else that they may say. And maybe listen first and let them know ahead of time uh, that you are not going to be an investor the self destruction, <laughs> yes. and you will be an investor to, to building. You know, yeah. just like in a business, if mm-hmm. somebody's making good decisions, I'll invest in that, and we'll decide that. If you're making real poor decisions, I'm not going to invest in a company, nor will I invest in that. But I will, I will definitely uh, pray with you and listen to you and problem solve with you. But I will not rescue you.
1: Okay, so go. Let's let's follow that just a little bit. So, you know what, Dad, that just means you don't care. And so I'm just going to check out, you know,
2: I'll have a nice life, dad. I'm done yeah. if you're not going to help me. And it may feel that way and you can bring that back to him. It probably feels that way, hmm. yet it's not. And I'll tell you, my intention is to have you be extremely successful and do very well. And this is so necessary to that, but it certainly may feel that way to you. And I can't control your feelings and emotions and how you interpret this, but I can certainly tell you that my intention is to become an investor in your life and that's up to your decisions
1: okay i i really appreciate that wisdom and um i'll only add that there was a moment where i i was really challenged by god to think through you know the distance in the relationship was really from my adult child and i had to say i'm going to pursue that child and um, even though they may feel mad at me at the moment i still want them to know i'm not going to be overbearing here i'm just going to say hey thinking of you love you hope things are well excellent small things that don't you know preach that don't remind them of the pain uh but you've got to be the adult here uh mom and dad even if your kid is an adult uh, you're still the lead for the relationship so uh, we want to be helpful to you as danny mentioned we get a lot of calls for our counseling services for parents who are struggling with adult children And really, regardless of where you're at, uh, our counselors are available to you. So call and we can schedule a time for you to chat with one of them. We do have a a very rich uh, resource-oriented website with a free parenting assessment. Uh, If you've got kids in the home, that's going to help figure out what's going well, what might need an improvement. Uh, We've got a lot of great resources, videos, articles, uh, a lot of great things for you. Stop by the website and you'll also find Jody's book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Adult Children, Trusting God with the Ones You Love. We're making that available today for your gift of any amount to focus on the family. And uh, you can donate there online. We've got the details in the episode notes. Or if you really want to talk to somebody, uh, the phone number is in the notes as well. Or I'll just tell you, it's 800-the-letter-A-and-the-word-FAMILY. Next time, ideas for instilling character and values into your kids, even if it feels like it's too late. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.